Welcome to the Artistic Foodies, the show that explores life through the lens of art and food. I'm Abbas Muhammad. And I'm Irfan Raidan. And today we're talking about why we started this podcast in a world where everybody and their mama got a podcast out. We also got a great couple of restaurant reviews in the Bay Area at the end of the show. So make sure you listen to all the way to the end. All right, so what is the Artistic Foodies and who are we? Well, Irfan Raidan himself, who many people in the Bay Area may already know, is someone who's been active in both the halal food scene as well as in supporting the arts for as long as I've known him. I remember as a kid, we used to go to Muslim Unity Day at Great America. Yeah, this was a long time ago. And even then, uh, Irfan was one of the, the core organizers there. I remember when your 786 boys came out. Oh, man, that was like the Muslim community's response to a boy band where they had all these nasheeds. And oh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Those guys were great. (laughs) And then after that, after Muslim Unity Day, uh, Erfan gathered some like-minded eaters together and said, you know what? Why don't we have a halal food festival? So to my knowledge, this was the first halal food festival in North America. And um, he's he's been going at it every year since then. I think this year, 2020, is the first year that we haven't had to do, haven't been able to do the food festival, right? Yeah, it's been about uh, we went for about seven years straight, and every year was uh, growing, and you know a lot of people enjoyed it. A lot of people looked forward to it. You know, I got a lot of uh, kids um, or people come up to me and say, "My kids are." Uh, missing uh halal fest this year because they used to go you know around eat time or after ramadan and enjoy the carnival and the food and all that um and that's my i mean seven years is a long time and most of my memories with my family like we grew up going to halal fest and then joining on as volunteers and so on and so this year we're really missing out on the food festival, but it's all for the best because big crowds are a big no-no for this COVID time that we're living in. Um, so besides the organizing, Airfan's also been really active online. If you've spent any time on Zabiha, you might have seen his reviews somewhere. He's got something like a thousand plus reviews or something like that. Uh, he's a big friend of the restaurants and the law food scene over here. And something that y'all might not know about, but uh, he started off as an artist himself. Isn't that right, Irfan? So, yeah. So, as a kid growing up, I was always into drawing and uh, and art. And uh, I actually wanted to be a cartoon artist when I when I grew up. You know, you fill out those little uh, uh, surveys when you're a kid in, in school. And then they ask you what you want to be when you grow up. So, I put cartoon artist. And then um, I had that for a while. And then eventually, you know, when you grow older, you're parents say uh they try to you know put you into a something more uh respectable kind of feel i guess yeah so, practical like better you have to be an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor exactly exactly so my dad he kind of said oh why don't you try architecture you can still do drawing but you know mm. you can also uh, get a job and stuff but um <laughs> so unfortunately I didn't realize until much, much later that uh, if I had actually stayed into an art-related field, I probably could have been uh, working for, like, uh, uh, you know, 
Pixar or one of these other animation companies that and they make a lot, you know, they still make a good, good living. But anyways, um, I actually ended up going into architecture and um, that's what my degree is in. But um, I do, I do enjoy art and I like to support artists uh, because it's important, especially in today's world where everybody is, uh, uh, you know, they, they need to express themselves in, in a positive way. So I think art is very important, especially for the young kids today who are kind of uh, sheltering in place and they can't go outside and play and stuff like that. So I think it's important. Wow, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I don't know, is it is it really too late? Uh, if anyone from Pixar is listening to this <laughs> podcast right now, I know you need someone to draw the buildings in all your cartoon movies. So we got an architect artist here. <laughs> Speaking of art, um, Abbas has started the Gamma Gathering All Muslim Artists. Uh, it's been a few years now, but that has grown, started in the Bay Area and has grown to like a nationwide. And I think you, now you have international uh, people coming into your uh, group right too, right? Yeah, yeah. We've done a few international programs now. Yeah, so Abbas, um, um, he started out um with the way that i met him i guess we're going to talk a little bit more detail later but i met him through halal fest as a volunteer and then from there he uh you know was doing our cooking demos at the halal festival and he um then um as an artist himself he started a spoken word artist you were involved with the muslim writers alliance right is that the name of the group? Yeah, the Muslim Writers Collective. Yeah, yeah, right. sorry, Muslim Writers Collective, yeah. So doing all the nice uh, MIPSTER stuff, like as I, as I like to call it, the MIPSTERs, the Muslim the Muslim <laughs> hippies doing the spoken spoken word <laughs> and and uh, playing the music and stuff, which is great. No, I, it, it's a very important, uh, music is also important, a way of uh, expression and art. And uh, then... Um, Abbas started the Bay Area Halal Foodies on Facebook, which has grown exponentially, rapidly, especially during this uh, pandemic times. So now we got, I think, over you got over seven thousand people on there. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, we just hit seven thousand this week, actually. Congratulations! Congratulations about that. Thank you. So, um, I know you have a story about cooking and doing cooking classes when you were a kid and that's how you kind of got interested in food so tell us a little bit about that oh yeah man i love cooking i mean if i could just hit pause on everything else in my life and just focus on cooking that's the one thing that brings me the most joy and it's not um i mean it's not typical i feel like a lot of people are surprised my relatives people in the community they get shocked like yeah like what your your son is interested in in cooking that's very interesting um and i mean i i owe it all to the amazing women in my family my mom's an amazing cook my aunt actually has published cookbooks and my grandmother i mean wow that's pretty cool wow who can beat a grandmother's cooking you know it's just very very heartwarming so very early on i saw what their their food and their cooking could do it just really warms the heart so, uh, yeah, it's a funny story. So I was in Boy Scouts between the age of 14 and 16, you know, and I think I was the only like 
Daisy Boy Scout that I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, with the short shorts and the little the badges and stuff. Uh, and so uh, one day we had a cooking competition at our local Boy Scout troop. This was back in Dublin when I was living in Dublin, Troop 905. And um, the premise of the cooking competition is you have to use this camping stove and you can only bring ingredients that you'd be able to bring on a camping trip. So, you know, I brainstormed with my mom, figured out what we could do. And uh, I think I was only 15 at the time. We decided to do a burger and a cream of mushroom soup. Cream of mushroom soup, super easy. You buy from Safeway, you warm it up in a pot, no creativity needed there. But for the burger, we want to do something a little bit different. So my mom said, like, why don't you make some chucky kebab patties <laughs> instead of regular patties? So, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're a Daisy and you've made burgers at home, it's very rare to just have like a, a hamburger, American hamburger. There's like garam masala and everything. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. So I took all the ingredients um, with me and we assembled it over there, mixed the meat with all the different masalas and fried it up. And then, you know, it was a very basic burger. You had your onions and your lettuce and your tomatoes. And we presented to uh, to the judges. We had the chapli kebab burger and we had the soup. And they're very familiar with burger and soup. But as soon as they bit into the burger, they're like, wow, there's something different. There's something special here. And so because of that, our patrol, as it's called, uh, our patrol won the competition. And I was very, um, I was enthused. I'm a very competitive person. And so I love more than the taste of the chapli kebab burger, I love the taste of winning. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and I got a little taste of that victory there. Since then, I've just been really interested in food and and cooking. And like you said, I've done some cooking demos at Halal Fest, um, and I've I've taught some cooking classes and stuff like that. So if there's really just one mark that I could leave on the world is just feeding people and you know teaching people how to cook because it's a lot of fun. That's great. So the other Boy Scouts they didn't think the chapli was too spicy or. or... <laughs> this is before all their indoctrination <laughs> they're like you know what this is new cool let's try it nice, out nice. so great um so yeah it, i mean that's been a lot of fun and through halal fest i've had a chance to do a lot of cooking demos as well and in fact my whole reason why i got into halal fest and how we met was through my love of food so i think it was i want to say eight eight years ago was it 2012 yeah. my dad sent me a facebook post Oh, your dad sent right. it to you? My <laughs> dad sent me this face. So it is really all thanks to him. He sent me this Facebook post. I was really into like poetry and writing at the time. Still am. Um, this was when I was really getting into it. He sent me a post from the Halal Fest page. And it said, um, write a 10-word story. And whichever 10-word story gets the most likes will win some free ribs. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, okay, what is this? Let me just write something. Um, and it was, I can't remember. It'd be, it'd be cool to like find out what exactly that was and post it on our yeah, Instagram. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, from like way back when. Uh, but it was something like, uh, Halal Fest seems cool. I really love ribs. Something just super simple like that. Uh, and then the next day, basically, I send that to my dad. He sent that to family. We got family members in Kenya and UK and Pakistan and America. Everybody liking, 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 liking. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, got something like 40, 40 likes or something like that. Uh, it was a tight competition. Uh, luckily, you didn't have to have a quality story. So you just had to get the most likes. So it was really just a popularity contest at the end of the day. 
Um, and Alhamdulillah, by the grace of God, I won the competition. And um, Erfan sent nine pounds of ribs to my house. Nine pounds of ribs. It was all packed in styrofoam and dry ice. Yeah, I should have kept a couple of the pounds for myself. I didn't, I didn't uh, know that was going to happen. Yeah, but our sponsor nine is a lot of pounds. Our sponsor so sent it to you directly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So you know, I mean, it was a good investment, man. Like nine pounds of ribs has been nine years yeah, of halal yeah, fast. Let's that's go. true. That's true. Oh, man, I had some uh, uh, some friends from Southern California visiting. Two friends, and so we cooked all nine pounds at once. I used. I broke it up into three groups of three pounds. One of them I used a dry spice rub. The other two I used a, a sauce, uh, two different sauces. Made a bunch of sides. But tell me, your fun. Have you ever had a rib meal where the leftover was the meat and not the sides? Oh, wow. That's how much meat oh, there was. Wow. No, I have not had that. <laughs> Great, Alhamdulillah, that's very good. Okay, so now that you heard a little bit about this podcast and who we are, let's get down to the real meat and potatoes here, shall we? Yeah, now we're going to talk about some of our favorite halal spots in the Bay Area. But to mix it up a little bit, we're going to do, um, each of us will say two of our favorite halal spots. And also we're going to say one of our um, a regular spot, which is uh, not necessarily a halal or Muslim restaurant. So Abbas, I'll let you go first. Sounds good. So I mean, <laughs> I it really just changes from day to day. You know, some days I feel like peri peri chicken. Some days I feel like a burrito. Some days I feel like chicken tikka. I mean, it just it. There is so much good halal food. So I can only tell you right now, based on my current cravings, definitely number one right now in my mind, in my heart, in my stomach is my halal taqueria. And the main reason is because not only is it super close by, but it just always tastes fresh. So my favorite thing to get there is a steak and shrimp burrito. And um, Sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like surf and turf, steak and shrimp. And so it's anyone who's cooked shrimp knows it's very easy to overcook shrimp and then it gets rubbery. And it's very easy to cook steak wrong and then it gets super chewy. But they just get it right every time. My halal taqueria. And uh, the second place, if I had to pick a place, I would say right now is Any Burger. Any Burger, uh, their mango habanero wings are fantastic. They have these uh, these appetizers called mac and cheese bites. Oh, my God. When I tell you, as soon as I bite into it, just a feeling of comfort, the feeling of just like joy and feeling of home. That's what it tastes like home. <laughs> It's deep fried bites of mac and cheese. You just, you can't go wrong. Don't let my doctor hear me say that, but it's highly recommended. And then their burgers are fantastic. You can customize a burger. Their whole slogan is you can have it any burger, any way you want. Have it your way. <laughs> yeah. No, any burger is great. I also like that. And that's formerly, uh, at least the halal uh, three uh, stores in the Bay Area, they were formerly Burger I Am. And now the owner uh, uh, has made his own franchise called Any Burger. So it's uh, important to support the Muslim-owned restaurants. Yeah, and it's a very, very interesting story as well. And um, Burgerim was boycotted 
uh, and still is boycotted by many Muslims as part of the BDS movement. So, you know, we talked a little bit about how we're going to get into some politics and history on this show. So let's get into it. I think their story is really phenomenal and worth uh, mentioning. So Bergerim was originally uh, founded in Israel. So it's originally an Israeli company. And the franchising rights were sold to some someone in Los Angeles. Uh, and then after that, really, like uh, when I was talking to Abdul, the owner, he said that really the only franchise that allowed you to even use halal meat was Burger Inn. So they went into it thinking, you know, we're going to open up some burger spots for the local Muslim population. Beautiful intention, right? And then the whole politics of it came out and then the boycott came out and it would be very easy for him to be like, you know what, forget this. I, you know, I'm done with franchise and food. I'm going to go back to my career in business because he had a, he had a successful career in tech as a businessman before jumping in. Yeah. But this is what I love about him. He said, no, we're going to try again. We're going to try harder. And not only was he able to negotiate his way out of that franchise contract, but he created his own brand from scratch, the branding, the name, the sauces, the recipe, the menu. I mean, this is so inspiring, right? And now his vision is to keep opening more of these and really have like a Muslim franchise that's available. I mean, if you're a Muslim and you want a burger, like you, you don't, you don't have any very easy, convenient franchises places to go. I mean, half the time the burger you're eating is probably going to be a chapati kebab burger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I also know the owner. I talked to him several times, and yeah, it's a it's a very inspiring story. You know, he didn't give up, and he and the you know the one thing he did which is um, even though there was um, a lot of, uh, you know, it's an emotional thing, you know, about Palestine for a lot of Muslim people. So uh, without looking into all the facts, they just, um, you know, nowadays people say cancel culture, right? Where you just automatically, if you don't like someone or you don't like what they're doing, you just automatically cancel them and just, uh, you know, just give them all this hate. But he said, hey, you know what, I'm going to try to um, get out of this situation. And I'm, I'm working with different Muslim people in the community to get their advice and suggestions. And he did that. He talked to a lot of different people. You know, talked to Dr. Hatem Bazian, who's a, he's a well-known uh, uh, Palestinian Muslim uh, professor and activist and other people. And, you know, he he got out of it. And he, like you said, he started his own brand. So... It's an uh, inspiring story, and I hope uh, Muslim community and uh, and everyone else uh, supports him and supports other small business owners who are just, you know, uh, good people who are trying to make a living and do the right thing. That's right. So if you're hearing this, check them out. One in Pleasanton, one in Fremont, and one coming soon in Pleasant Hill. Any burger, you can have it any way you want. Now, it's what's your? It's not sponsored. I know it sounds sponsored, <laughs> but it's not sponsored. I just really love their burgers. Yeah, all right, yeah, check out no. the Hawaiian spice. It's my favorite. <laughs> They're good. And um, what's your um, favorite um, non-halal? I mean, I don't want to say non-halal because people Ooh, say, hey, "What are you my talking about?" Haram place, huh? Yeah, what's your favorite haram place? What? <laughs> no, no, no. We just mean what's your favorite, like not necessarily halal meat place, but. Um, vegetarian seafood or whatever yeah absolutely i mean like yeah we're pretty much limited to seafood when we go out and i don't really like to eat fish unless it's raw raw fish yeah sushi sushi mm -hmm. uh but if i had to pick there's a spot in oakland it's called golden lotus 
And it's vegan food. But it's not just any vegan food. It's vegan Vietnamese food. Oh, wow. So there's no halal pho. You know, <laughs> anyone who's listening to this, if you want to start a business in the Bay Area, seriously, bring some pho. We got one pho, halal pho spot in San Jose. South San Jose. Yeah. But that's like, it's um, that's that's way out there. That's from like in the that's like in the other side of the world for you. See, I'm not gonna drive an hour, bro. Like, <laughs> I love I love pho, but like an hour each way. So, anyways, check it out. Uh, vegan pho at Golden Lotus in Oakland. Not only that, but they have like a lot of other dishes where they use meat replacement, and you can't even tell that it's not meat. It's so delicious. I love it there. I haven't even been there all year. You know what? I think after we record this podcast, I'm gonna go get some pho. It's a nice chilly day. Go get some <laughs> vegan pho. Nice, nice. So yeah. the for the place uh, for those of you who are listening who may not know the halal pho place in San Jose is called Champa Kitchen, and it's uh, very good. It's in South San Jose, like the boss mentioned. So it's a bit of a drive if you're not in the San Jose area, but it's very good food. Definitely worth it to try at least once in your life. I feel like you know how California is like the separate culture from the whole rest of the country, and people are like, oh, California should just be its own thing. Yeah. That's how I feel about San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You just split off and do your own thing over there. So anything south of Milpitas, man, I ain't making that drive. <laughs> no, San Jose is pretty big. It's the tenth largest city in the U.S., so it's a, a lot of people don't realize that. <clears throat> It's impressive. So as someone who lives in that area in the South, <laughs> as someone who lives in the South of the Bay Area, uh, I'd love to know what your uh, what your favorite halal spots are. So yeah, so same thing. Give me two of your favorite halal spots and then one of your favorite haram spots. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we'll start in San Jose then, uh, or close to San Jose in Cupertino. There's a place called Tarim Global Cuisine, which is uh, uh, used to be called Aria uh, Steakhouse in uh, Cupertino. Then uh, another Muslim person took it over. And um, so they still have halal steak, which is actually pretty good. It's a nice uh, steakhouse. And then um, they have an interesting cuisine. They have... Uh, uh, because Arya was Persian restaurant originally, so he kept the Persian food, so it still has halal Persian food. But then the owner said, hey, I want to have some uh, halal Chinese, because there used to be a place called Fatima's in Cupertino, which was a favorite spot for a lot of people wow. back in the day. I've heard about Fatima's. Yeah, yeah. Like so it was, myth and legend. Yeah, exactly. It was a good place. So that closed down. So that in that area, there was no real um, halal Chinese food. So the owner said, hey, I want to bring in halal Chinese food too. So he has halal Chinese food, which is pretty good. I tried the black pepper, uh, black pepper beef, which is my, one of my favorites. And then um, he has the halal Persian food and then the halal steaks. And he has outdoor, he has a nice outdoor patio, which is nice. And um, he removed, he used to have alcohol. Uh, he used to have a big bar. I mean, the bar is still there, but they don't serve alcohol anymore, of course. So it's very good. If you guys are in the South Bay, check it out. And I might have to take a flight out there one day. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a flat out thing, yeah. So, steak, Persian food, and Chinese food in one place, huh? Yeah, definitely. Definitely right. worth it. Only in the Bay Area, I swear. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so check it out. And then another one which I like is um, Halal Mexican food, which we haven't had. Interestingly, we haven't had in the Bay Area for a while. For a few years, there was a drought of Halal Mexican food. And now suddenly... There's like multiple places that have popped up and serving halal Mexican food, which is great. And um, one of the one of my favorites is called El Halal Amigos, which is a food truck. And you know, uh, the owner um, Hisham, he used to be the uh, manager of Main Street Burgers in San Jose, and he's the one who introduced um, halal beef in, into Main Street Burgers, which they still have. Even, even after he's gone but he started his own uh business and it's a food truck El Halal Amigos and he emphasizes um authentic Mexican uh recipes from the villages of Mexico and also the streets of Mexico's uh I mean the uh, street food in Mexican city or sorry Mexico City so very authentic and um I recommend um if you anyone wants to go there who hasn't tried it yet, I recommend the um, chicken al pastor tacos, which are street style tacos. They're a little bit smaller than you know what you would normally see, but they have um, a lot of meat in there. And then um, uh, chicken pastor, they put pineapple on top, so Whoa. it gives a little bit of sweet and sour kind of flavor. Sounds really good. Yeah. Pineapple in a taco. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. And then obviously they have the birria tacos. And um, we'll, I think we'll talk a little bit about that later. But uh, the birria. We can taco. talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about it, yeah. <laughs> but the birria tacos um, are very great. Basically, it's just uh, meat, beef, and cheese in a fried. Um, or grilled uh, taco so it's pretty simple and then you and you and you dip it into a consomme which i kind of call like the mexican version of nihari it's just mm -hmm. basically a beef uh, stew with uh, you know similar kind of stuff uh, but it, it's pretty good as well so those are two of my favorite halal places right now and then for the uh, haram place <laughs> <laughs> we're just going with it <laughs> yeah i'm just going to use that term Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some trolls saying, hey, these guys are talking about Haram. Check it out. Listen to these guys. Yeah, we want you to listen to our show. So the latest um, uh, or the one of my favorites one is called California Sourdough. And the thing I like about this place is um, I, I grew up eating a lot of tuna fish sandwiches from all the different places because, um, you know, when I was growing up, and that's what I tell my kids. I mean, they're pretty young right now, but they're eating halal chicken nuggets and chicken strips and halal pepperoni pizzas. And I think, ah, you guys don't know how lucky you are. You didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. have any of these things when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. We didn't have halal chicken nuggets, which you can now buy in uh, most grocery stores. You can buy Saffron Road or other, um, you know, Al-Safa, if you go to any halal market, they have all these things. Mm -hmm. 
Hello, all hot dogs. <clears throat> but anyways, what a life! What a life! So they're spoiled, spoiled kids. But <laughs> I had to grow up eating, you know, fish fillet sandwiches from McDonald's and uh, and the uh, Subway and Togo's uh, tuna sandwiches. But anyway, so I still, I still eat those, you know, once or twice a week for lunch. And uh, California sourdough has a very good tuna. Uh, uh, sub because they make their bread sourdough bread fresh every day so it's very mm. soft and uh, you know chewy and tasty and warm it's a warm sandwich too so that's uh, those are three of my favorite places right now mm. that and, sounds amazing I could really go for some fresh sourdough <laughs> right now yeah wow. it's very good so I like bread I'm a I'm not one of those um, keto guys uh, <laughs> cut out the bread and rice and all that i mean i have to have my bread i'm non i'm a non guy <laughs> but um so since you are the uh, founder of the bay area halal foodies on facebook you see a lot of trends of people posting like popular stuff of popular halal spots and popular halal foods and so what do you see what are the hot trends right now in the uh, halal food scenes yeah, no, it's great. Being in that group, you get to see what people are excited about, what people are asking about, what people are posting reviews about. I mean, you really like that's a way to get a finger on the pulse of what's going on. Um, and what I've seen this year specifically, and actually, this is interesting. The first trend I'm going to talk about, this is something I've seen across the Internet. So it's not just in the halal food scene, but Across the internet, I have seen more and more posts about birria tacos. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. And it is so delicious. Just thinking about it makes me feel all warm inside. <laughs> so what is a birria taco? I mean, Irfan alluded to it. It's very simple. Um, this is a dish that is it's tortilla that's dipped in the consomme and then fried and you've got cheese in there. More traditionally, you're going to put Oaxaca cheese, which is a great melting cheese. And then you got um, either your goat or your beef shredded mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. And so the cheese is all melty and gooey. The outside of it should be nice and crispy. It's really, really delicious. And you dip the whole thing in the consomme. And the consomme, like you said, I mean, Nahari is a great way of describing it, yeah, actually. Yeah. Because in Nahari, you're cooking like the bones, especially with the Nali Nahari, you got mm -hmm. the bone marrow and you cook that for a long time. And a lot of that, that gelatin goes into the broth. And so if you've ever had Nahari or Baya, for instance, mm -hmm. if you had Baya, you know what that gelatinous, unctuous feel is. And so in a consomme, you got this bone broth going and, um, and it just feels very hearty. So when you dip your, your taco in there, the taco gets coated with this flavorful unctuousness. Got some raw onion, some cilantro. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a birria taco. In the birria taco trend, I think the first halal birria taco that I saw was a while back. is on Instagram. is an account called Halal Keria, like halal and taqueria mm -hmm. together, halal keria. And I remember seeing this... Um, and following them a while back, but I never actually went out to try it. I still haven't tried it, but I need to. And then after that, I saw that Maya Halal was doing a limited run uh, on Friday only of the birria tacos. I thought, you know what? Like, I've seen this all over the internet. This looks really good. Let me go find out what it's like. 
So I checked it out. Again, my halal is local to me. So it's very easy for me to go check it out. And what I love about their uh, their birria tacos is they actually put down cheese on the grill first and then put the birria taco on top of that mm-hmm. so that the cheese ends up crisping up. And when you bite into it, it just got that extra crunch. Extra crunch, yeah. All yeah. about that extra crunch. So if you want to hear this crunch and see my review, check it out. I put on my IGTV. My Instagram is Baba Shams. That's B-A-B-A dot S-H-A-M-S-S. Shameless because, plug, but check it out. Got my birria tacos on my IGTV. What's yeah. up? Yeah. So what about you, Irfan? Have you had any birria tacos in the Bay Area? Am I missing any? I feel like there's a few more spots. Oh, yeah, definitely. I did. I did mention the El Halal Amigos has birria as well. And they do it on Wednesdays. Uh, for those of you who don't know uh, where Maya is located, I think we haven't mentioned it. It's in Oakland, uh, downtown Oakland. And mm-hmm. uh, El Halal Amigos is currently the food truck who parks in Newark, um, close to where Chandani and Mehran are located. And they do their birria on Wednesday. And uh, it's pretty good. It's a tr- it's more traditional, meaning that they um, just use one tortilla and um, uh, they put the cheese inside and the beef inside and cilantro and onions and uh, then they grill it up and tastes pretty good. And then um, they also have what I what I always order uh, with the birria tacos is nachos. Mm. So they have a special sauce, hot sauce called nar which means fire in Arabic, so nar sauce, fire sauce. And they have this uh, basically a super loaded nachos with uh, birria meat, the beef meat, they use beef, and um, halal beef, and slaughtered Harris Ranch. And then they uh, put the nar sauce and uh, sour cream and everything, guacamole, and uh, cheese, they use the three different cheese, or sorry, two different cheeses, the nacho sauce, mm. cheese, which is Tillamook. And I just f- recently found out that Tillamook, I always knew it was vegetarian-based uh, rennet, but Tillamook is also halal certified now. Um, so if people are interested, um, they're not a sponsor. Uh, maybe we'll try to reach out to them, <laughs> but they're not a sponsor. But their cheese is pretty good. I always been eating it for a few years, and um, so they use that. And then, uh, yeah, so that's great. And then I also tried um, Habibi's Birria, which is located in Hayward, mm-hmm. and they're a small shop inside of a Valero's gas station uh, in uh, Hayward. So I went there recently with my kids. I tried the birria tacos, which were pretty good. And then um, I also tried the birria ramen. Birria ramen? Yeah, so it's basically these ramen noodles, which I think are uh, a pre, pre-packaged thing. And um, what they do is they, um, they open it up and they cook it with, um, they add the halal birria uh, meat beef in there so it was uh it was it was good it, it was a little bit um not as uh, soupy as i would like but you mm-hmm. know i'm i'm not like a big ramen uh expert so i'm not mm-hmm. sure if that's supposed to be like that 
I usually, you know, whenever I whenever I eat soup or anything, I I like to have some of the the uh, the soupy uh, uh, water or whatever you know the soupness in there. This was a little bit on the drier side, but it you know it was still decent. That's interesting. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, it's birria ramen from a gas station, so I don't <laughs> think they're going for authenticity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that yeah. sounds fascinating i need to go check that out hayward's not too far yeah ramen wow and then they have uh, the good thing about them is they have a little uh, corner outside where you can you can sit outside and eat there this little uh small turf area on the side of the uh, gas station so you can get some gas fill up your car you can get some uh, food you can sit outside and eat you only got a couple tables there but you know it's a pretty good pit stop Mm-hmm. as they say <laughs> one-stop shop there you go yeah man that's that sounds amazing beer is quite the rage um i've also seen in the facebook group a lot of people going crazy about about fried chicken sandwiches and i mean i oh, can totally yeah. see why i love fried chicken sandwiches i remember um i was in los angeles doing a food uh food hopping with some friends a while back and we had dave's hot chicken oh yeah Oh, so good. And I love spice. So if it's not melting my face off, get out of here, you know. Um, And I remember back then thinking, why doesn't the Bay Area have anything like that? Mm -hmm. So a few months later, it's almost as if they're reading my mind. World famous Hot Boys popped up in Oakland. Um, And it's not a spot that's owned by Muslims per se. However, um, they are very much aware of the Muslim population of what halal is and they wanted to be more inclusive. And honestly, I feel like it's just a smart business idea. You know, if you could just change your meat supplier, you have a whole new audience you mm-hmm, can feed. Mm-hmm. So world famous Hot Boys, they got, I mean, it's, I, I, I think the first time I went, I got the hot thinking, oh yeah, I get hot everywhere. <laughs> and their hot was like really, yeah, really extra, hot. Extra, extra hot, yeah. Extremely spicy. Um, so world famous hot boys, I really enjoyed it. And then I think after that, I pretty much went like once a week. So my Instagram has a few, uh, a few videos of, uh, world famous hot boys as well. I think my favorite one was I took the biscuit donuts and replaced the buns with that. So the biscuit donuts are called bonuts. Mm-hmm. So instead of buns, it was bonuts. And so it was <laughs> spicy. It was sweet. It was messy. Oh, wow. Just yeah, amazing sounds experience. Sounds Check good. out the, uh, the video on my IGTV, Bob Shams. Yeah, um, I, I've been to Hot Boys once too. It's a, it's a nice hip and happening place. They play mm-hmm. some old school hip hop music. If you're a fan of hip hop music, and they got some nice um, uh, merchandise, you know, um, t-shirts and hats and stuff. And yeah, the food is good. I also found it a little bit uh, spicier than usual, but I guess um, that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's hot chicken. Not chicken. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think for a while, that was pretty much the only place that I had access to. So I went there once a week. And then, um, you know, I, I got to mention Any Burger again. I mean, they're killing it. Any Burger has a Nashville style uh, fried chicken sandwich. And it tastes very different. So I wouldn't say that it's like in direct competition with Hot Boys, but it's more of different flavor for different cravings. Um, and so, you know, if you're in the area of Fremont or Pleasanton, check out their Nashville sandwich. It is spicy, but it's not too spicy. 
You know, yeah, a lot of people, yeah. I think I was like asking in the group, I was like, hey, what should I get? Someone said, get the Nashville sandwich, but ask them to make it mild. I'm like, man, <laughs> like that. come on. I'm all about that spicy food. Let's go. So it was a good level of spice. I really enjoyed it. it wasn't too spicy. Any burger where you can have yeah. your sandwich any way you want. Yeah, I also had the Nashville sandwich at any burger too. I also liked it um, a little bit better than Hot Boys just because it wasn't as crazy spicy. <laughs> and it's not a traditional Nashville uh, fried chicken because they don't put the, um, you know, if you had the a traditional Nashville chicken sandwich, they have some powdery, um, uh, I don't know, chili or something that they put on top. Um, so it's not like, you know, the any burger one is just like sauce and the mm-hmm. and then they put a traditional one like if you have there's another place called chicken drip which is another halal fried chicken uh, uh, place that opened up it's a food truck that just opened up in san jose and um they have the traditional one which uh, is pretty good too but they have that powdery stuff on top so um, the any burger one doesn't have that. So, um, but that's you know, it's I also like the the chicken drip one too. Mm-hmm. And then there's the uh, more of a desi version of the fried chicken sandwich, which um, a lot of places have this zinger burger, mm. but one which is um, is pretty good is at Lados, which is also in the South Bay in Sunnyvale. And um, they have a Zinger burger there, which is pretty good. And then they also have a Chupli burger, which goes back to Abbas's roots. <laughs> wow, we and, just went full circle. <laughs> and they call it the bomb burger. Ooh. Right? So it blows up your mouth. But, oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, we're both Muslims. I don't know if we should be word <laughs> on air. <laughs> yeah. You get the bomb burger. <laughs> wow. So that's it. So two major trends. Fried chicken sandwiches, spicier the better if you ask me. And birria tacos, the crispier the better. But that's just my opinion. I got to check out the birria ramen for sure. That's my. That's on my to-eat list. Some people have to-do list. I have a to-eat list. Cool, cool. Thanks, Abbas. And thanks to all our listeners today. This episode has been brought to you by America's first Halal Restaurant Week, taking place on December 9th through December 13th, 2020 in the San Francisco Bay Area. We have over 25 different halal restaurants and food trucks participating with special deals and exclusive discounts for the public. We will also be giving away a lot of great prizes and halal food products to all the eaters who will be participating during Halal Restaurant Week. For more information, on America's first Halal Restaurant Week, go to our website, halalfest.com, and you can also search for us on Facebook and join the Bay Area Halal Foodies. Thank you. Be sure to also find us on Facebook and Instagram, The Artistic Foodies. Stay tuned for more episodes and bonus content. And you can also access all of our episodes on our website, theartisticfoodies.com. Great. And this podcast has been brought to you by Halal Fest Incorporated and Gamma, gathering all Muslim artists. Thank you very much to all our sponsors and followers and listeners. Mm-hmm.